Hey guys, this is Matthew Pfeiffer with MattPfeifferCoaching.com. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Toxic to Triumph. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about gaslighting. What is it? How does it impact you? And most importantly, how do you heal from it? I'm looking forward to having this conversation with you, and I will talk to you soon. If you are struggling recovering from a toxic relationship and you would like to work with me one-on-one, you can go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, you can go to the products tab and select whichever product works best for your situation. You can also make a donation to the podcast by going to mattpfeiffercoaching.com and going to the donations tab. And if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on a future episode, you can also go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to the contact tab. Send me an email, three paragraphs max, being very direct about your situation, and I would love to answer any question that you might have right here on the podcast. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for today's episode. Gaslighting is a favorite tactic used by a narcissist. What is it? Simply put, it's crazy making, it's a form of manipulation. It's a way that they can get you to question your perception of reality. And it's a way that they can get you to question your sanity and question your memory. You may have been in a situation where a narcissist has questioned whether or not you are bipolar or questioned whether or not you should be on medication, questioned whether or not you're the narcissist. You may have even noticed that when you get into an argument or an altercation, with the narcissist or with the toxic person, that they seem to change the story just ever so slightly to make sure that it's always in their favor. And you'll notice that they will say things like, you must not be remembering this correctly. Or things like, I didn't say that, even though you know within yourself that they for sure said that. Or it might be something along the lines of, well, you pushed me to do that. Well, the only reason why I cheated was because I thought you were cheating. None of this would have happened had you not fill in the blank. Or even, that's not what happened. This is what happened. And then they will go through a completely new scenario with just a few elements of truth, just enough to make it believable. They may even pull in other people to triangulate and to recreate this new narrative, to recreate this new story. So the question is, why do they do this? And if you think about it, if someone can get you to question your reality, and if someone can get you to question your sanity, that means they need to be even more reliant on them. So the narcissist will intentionally gaslight you, will 
intentionally get you to question your perception, will intentionally get you to question your memory and your sanity. So then you depend on them even more. Because if you depend on them even more, then guess what? You're not going to leave. If somehow someone can convince you that you are crazy or that you're misremembering something, then you're automatically going to circle back to that person because you're always going to second guess yourself. That's actually one of the symptoms of knowing that you've been gaslit is that you're constantly second guessing yourself. And if you have to depend on someone else for your memory, for your sanity, for your reality, soon enough, they have control over pretty much everything else in your life, including your emotions, including your finances, including your children, including your future, including your decision making. Because obviously, if you are less than and obviously, if you can't remember things properly and if obviously, if you are the one that has some mental health issues, then it only stands to reason that you would need some assistance with major decision making and with knowing what the reality actually is. So how do I know or how do you know that you are being gaslit? What are some ways that you can tell? Number one, we just I just mentioned this. You're always second guessing yourself. So you're at work and there's a discussion that happens during a meeting. You may question your colleagues on whether or not you heard things the right way or heard things properly. You feel like you always have to go to others to know what the reality actually is. You're always second guessing yourself. You never trust your first instinct. You never trust what you actually heard. You really don't trust it until you verify it with other people. That's number one. That's how you know that you're being gaslit. Someone in your life, someone significant in your life is gaslighting you. Another way that you know that you are being gaslit is that you're constantly protecting your abuser. So in another episode, I'll talk about trauma bonding, which also can be called Stockholm Syndrome. But that's what this is, that you're, you're protecting your abuser. So someone does you wrong, your significant other, a family member, a co-worker, a supervisor. They say something inappropriate. They say something that kind of gives you that gut feeling that you're, you're being disrespected. Uh, in a domestic situation, they may even get physical. But instead of you standing up for yourself, you make excuses for them. And those excuses sound a lot like the gaslighting. Well, had I not pushed him to this level, had I not pushed her to this level, if she, he or she wouldn't have gotten this angry, and that was my fault because you know, I, I got upset and I was really pushing into that level and, and I knew that I should have stopped and I didn't. And so you start making excuses for your, your, abu- your abuser in situations where there is no excuse. There's never an excuse for abuse. There's never an excuse for someone putting their hands on you. There's never an excuse for someone to be disrespectful or call you names or any type of emotional abuse or even any type of financial abuse. However, you will tend to make excuses in those type of situations. 
Another way to know that you've been gaslit or that you're being gaslit is you lack self-confidence. I think it goes without saying that if you are constantly relying on others for your truth and for reality, naturally you're going to lack the self-confidence and self-awareness to know what reality actually is. So it's going to lead to a lack of confidence in yourself. Another way to know that you've been, you're being gaslit is that you struggle making your own decisions. I've seen people who, especially early on in their recovery, struggle even making some simple decisions such as, what should I eat today? Because they've been gaslit to such an extreme that they're constantly looking for others to validate even, even small decisions like that or even what to wear, or what movie to watch. A lot of these symptoms go hand in hand, second-guessing yourself and struggling to make, make a decision on your own. Both kind of go hand in hand. You're constantly always wondering if someone is upset with you, if someone is mad at you. Which leads me to my last symptom, is that you feel like you can't do anything right. You're, so, once again, all of these kind of go hand in hand, but if you're always second-guessing yourself, a lot of it is because you feel like you can't do anything right. You're almost walking on eggshells with your own decisions because in a lot of situations, especially if you've been in the relationship for a long time, you haven't made your own decision in a very long time. Someone who is self-confident and self-assured can make a decision and be confident and whether or not it works or does not work, they're going to be okay. Someone who, is, who has been gaslit is always going to fear that something is going to go wrong and they are always going to be looking for others to validate, to give their opinion, and to basically give them permission to make certain decisions and to let them know that what they're doing is right, what they're doing is wrong, and they're not actually making decisions, they're not they're not living their own life. They're living their life through and for others. This can be a very unfulfilling life to live. So then, how do we heal from being gaslit? Number one, and you hear me say this all the time, you have to go no contact with your abuser. You have to get away from that situation. You have to get out of that situation. As long as you are in that situation, as long as you are, uh, you, you may have heard me say this or you may have heard me, po- or you may have seen me post this on Instagram, you can't heal in the same environment that you got sick in. And this is, this is very true of being gaslit. If you're still in the situation that you're being gaslit in, you're not going to heal from it. Another way that you can heal is that you need to start setting boundaries. You need to start saying no to people. You need to be okay with some of those repercussions. You need to be okay with people not liking you for a short period of time, or some may not like you at all. And you have to get to a position where you know your limits, you know your boundaries, and you know that, you know that sometimes you just need time to yourself, or there, you just know when to say no. Another way that you can heal from this is through mindfulness. This can come through yoga. This can come through meditation. This can come through, um, can come through lifting weights. What, whatever you feel like, what mindfulness actually is, is just basically 
getting back to the present and being grounded. Whatever you feel like you need to do to get grounded again, do it and do it consistently. So then you're present. A lot of times people who are susceptible to being gaslit, their mind isn't in the here and now, in the here and now. They're not present. And being present is going to help with a lot of the gaslit, gaslighting. And finally, another way that you can heal from gaslighting is to seek support. Whether that be from a coach, whether that be from a therapist, sometimes it can be from a friend as well. But just hearing the reality come out of your mouth and hearing it come out of your own head, a lot of times is very, very helpful, along with journaling. Something about seeing it on paper, and something about hearing it, hearing the truth come out of your head. Now it's not just bouncing around in my mind, but hearing it come out of my mouth and someone else hearing it or even just myself hearing it or just seeing it on paper and just being able to stand in your truth makes a huge, huge difference. So thank you for tuning in today. If you have any questions, if you would like for me to answer any type of question on a future episode, feel free to write in, go to mattpfeiffercoaching.com, go to the contact tab, send me an email, three paragraphs max, being very direct and very specific about your situation. And I would love to answer any questions you have right here on Toxic, Toxic to Triumph. And I will talk to you soon. Keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, fly. Show the world you can fly, baby. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly, yeah. Show the world you can fly. Dream big, keep your head to the sky, spread your wings wide, show the world you can fly, baby. Show the world you can fly. Keep your head to the sky Spread your wings wide Show the world you can fly